Tip today out and about again this morning. We're going live to Thurlis now with uh, Ali. Good morning, Ali. Hi, Fran. Good morning from Thurlis. We're here on the Abbey Road at the beautiful Mehel House. And I'm ashamed to say it's my first time here. It certainly won't be my last. And it's the most incredible project, I think it's fair to say, that was ever undertaken in this county. And just for anyone maybe who isn't aware of what Mehel is and the work that's done, the Trojan work that's done by Down Syndrome Ireland and indeed Down Syndrome Tipperary, I'm joined here by a number of people. We're going to, to talk to them all today, but we're going to start with Rachel O'Regan, who's the branch administrator here at Mehel. Rachel, it's an incredible facility here, and I'm sure a lot of people are maybe vaguely aware of the work Mehel does, but to be here and to see what was done. I mean, this is essentially the house that COVID built, isn't it? That's for sure. I joined uh, Down Syndrome Tipperary in July 2020 in the middle of COVID and in October 2020 um, the renovation started with Noel Buckley taking out a few Lalande and um, in a basic uh, three-bedroom house and in six months it turned into uh, an amazing state-of-the-art centre, therapy centre for our members. We have over a hundred families that are members of Down Syndrome Tipperary and um, all ages from babies to adults and they come in for uh, social activities, therapies and even just to hang out and parents can get to meet and chat and uh, you know have the crack. And tell me what kind of therapies are offered here or available here? Uh, initially we have um, speech and language therapy um, is the main Monday to Friday uh, therapy but uh, depending on what is needed uh, the parents definitely kind of come come to us when they're they want to the to bridge the, the gap of what is available um, out there and what their child needs so we also work on um, psychotherapy occupational therapy um, and um, you know maybe education around um, uh, technology uh, for our adult members the ETB work with us closely um, regarding that um, some of our members are nonverbal so to be able to uh, WhatsApp their friends to play um, on uh, the, on games like Switch or, um, you know, even voice notes or to Google Pin. That's all uh, the type of things that we do. Whatever they need, we'll, we'll try and provide it here for them. And it's baby to adult, isn't it? Absolutely, yeah. It's a very important that babies start coming to us um, as soon as they're born. But Susanna can tell you more about that, our speech yeah. and language therapist. Can you tell me as well about the building as well of, of Mehel House? I believe over 80 tradespeople locally were included in it, which mightn't have happened had you not had COVID. Absolutely not. It was Michael Lowry initially made contact with the committee at the time and he had contact with the charity Heart to Hand, which is a fantastic charity that goes out um, to Albania, to um, build orphanages and schools um, out there. And unfortunately, they weren't able to travel. But um, that was to our benefit because they were able to come in here then to provide their uh, expertise into yeah. building. But also, it actually went nationwide. Like during um, COVID, I was um, typing up letters, permission to travel letters for people in Galway, Dublin, Wicklow, you know, so um, Jerry Gannon Holmes, they got involved and just transformed this place. And 
this also couldn't have been done without our neighbours, like the Omanis next door. Um, we have a fantastic playground, thanks to them. And around the, the neighbours in general, you know, to put up, there was a lot of machinery and early morning um, noise, thanks to Noel Buckley. Um, <laughs> You know, so, you know, they've been very good and the businesses in Thurlis and the surrounding areas. Without yeah. them, we, this would not have happened. But, uh, the problem is, and what was surprising to me when we were speaking this morning, is it's totally um, dependent on fundraising. I mean, th there's no direct funding, um, government funding for here at all. No, absolutely not. And I think that um, is um, uh, disgraceful because, like, let's face it, Down syndrome is not um, a new... Um, syndrome it's around uh, always and yet um, there's a lack of understanding of what is needed yeah. you know for for babies for children and for adults with Down syndrome yeah Rachel I'm, I might come back to you in a minute thanks a million for talking to us and she mentioned Noel Buckley who's our own Noel Buckley just in case you're wondering Fran and we'll speak to him they have a big fundraiser this weekend with Sarah's cycle but just to speak to maybe some of the other service users Angela and Linda are here with me um, and Angela, if I could start with you first, when did you first start getting involved with Down Syndrome Tipperary and with Mel? Um, when Charlie was born. Um, uh, Charlie, my boy, is um, 16. So when Charlie was born, I was put in contact by another member. Um, she had said it to me, so I started going to the meetings. And again, like you said, the speech and language, all that type of therapy, you don't realise the importance of the oral stuff for eating, uh, feeding, because their muscles aren't as strong as another child, typical child, and so it's all that that helps with the speech in the early stages of a child's life. Yeah. And that's only just one of the things, one of the therapies that, that was used. Then it was physio and OT as well. Um, again, all those um, therapies help um, wish our child as early as possible. Yeah. Um, Charlie's 16 now, he's still... Um, he would have a few words, he would be fairly non-verbal, but he uses, thanks to the speech and language therapists here, Emer and Susanna, so he would use love and he would also use, and my daughter also is trained in love, and his grandmother and sisters. Um, we would use love quite a bit and now I've started to use um, an app, Prolo to go which we're using as well um, through the school, his teacher Eamon and his SNA is over there, um, he's in Skullings and they're excellent and mm -hmm. um, well experienced in that area and again the speech therapist here. Um, but he also was fitted then, only yesterday would you believe, with the Baha cochlear implant and already we've seen him speak more today. He had the operation and then it was fixed into the ear oh, and now he, the, uh, the implant was literally put on and all the frequencies heightened for his hearing and that's him there in the background. You can, and now he's literally trying to pronounce more words. So hopefully yeah. um, that'll work. So as a child with uh, no voice, you can understand that if a child has pain somewhere, say for Charlie, for instance, I have to literally guess or I have to bring him to the doctor and he's a great relationship with his doctor and not every doctor he will now look in his ears, look in his throat and he's been going to him since he was born and um, he won't allow anyone else to look into his ears. So th those are the type of challenges that I'm faced with constantly and Charlie, um, it, is, it is very challenging um, but he can't tell me what's wrong so if I can't just off the top of my head say okay this is wrong, that's wrong, why is he sad, why is he crying, what's wrong Charlie, point to it. If he doesn't and he's upset, then I have to bring him to the doctor and say, can we rule this out, can we rule that out? 
um, or else speak with his teachers, how was he today in school, so all of that communication for a child that can't have a conversation with me and tell me what's wrong is very, very hard, or how he's feeling, whether it's hormones because he's 16, whether he's sad, whether he misses somebody, whether he wants to go in to see Nanny. Um, sometimes I'll say, do you want to do this? I know what makes him happy. He likes going to Nanny's house. He likes putting his toast on. He likes going in to see the dog and taking him for a walk. He loves Grandad. So it's all the stuff around that um, that's very, very important. And Charlie also lost his dad over two years ago, which was very, very challenging at the time. But through Mehel here and through the school, they were an excellent support for him because like that, there was no counselling, there was no therapies that would help Charlie, no play therapy that I could actually find. So Down Syndrome Ireland actually made Gannon, she was very helpful. Rachel here put me onto a few contacts and like that speaking to others and we then had the psychotherapists here as well and they were excellent as well. So it's all that type of thing. It's a different language, it's a different um, I suppose a different way of living life, their journey but we're so proud of him because he's He's been through so much and he's done so well. He's 16 now and, um, you know, he's thriving. And again, hopefully now he's here and will come on. Thanks to Cork, the infirmary uh, in Cork. Um, we've been waiting for the Baha for the last 13 years. Um, so, yeah. And 13 I, years have been waiting to get in there? Yeah, to get the ear implant. Because obviously a child that has no ear will possibly get it before Charlie. We did price going to England at the time to get it done, but it was so expensive. Um, so that wasn't a possibility, but... Um, it must have been very frustrating for you to have to wait 13 years. Yeah, it's very frustrating. It's like everything that's frustrating for you. continuously have to have a voice and shout for different um, therapies and different types of things for him. And that's why we're very lucky here, as Rachel already mentioned, about um, speech and language, all those supports that we have here. Yeah. It lessens, the pay, I suppose, the, the struggle um, for, for the likes of Charlie and all our children here. Yeah. But um, this is a place he can come and he can be very happy in and like that. It's always the struggle. Like we said, we have no direct funding from the government. It's all fundraised. And there can be frustration, but if we don't keep pushing on, like like I said, I'm uh, one of the chair people here along with Linda, um, but more to the point, I'm a parent. So that pushes and you have to stay pushing yeah. um, because they, they deserve it and we, we, we will never lay down we will always stay going with everything for them as long as they're smiling they're happy they get their their therapies their whatever they need we'll stop at nothing as mothers we don't we won't stop at anything um and that's why we it's excellent here to have this facility in Turles and I'm literally living out the road so yeah we're blessed schools everything yeah. two excellent schools in Cashel as well and then we have schools that are that provide great support as well with children with down syndrome yeah. um if that child is you know verbal and you know the different levels of course as well yeah. um so yeah um very very important to have this facility here and linda is another parent here and maya as well as with her linda if i could ask you as you know um angela was telling us about all the services it provides for for service users here but as a parent it must provide great support it does um we're very lucky here um, most of the parents um in the branch connect with each other um, they form great relationships, friendships. The kids um, have formed great um, social um, events, and um, they they get they meet their best friends here, yeah. um, and it's great. Um, we had our our dancing, we've hip hop on on a Monday night. Um, all our members that come dancing um, look forward to it. Yeah. Um, they have a great buzz. We've TYs that come down and and interact with them as well, and they all form great. Relationships with relationships with them as well, 
So um, we have a great, as I said, dance teacher, Michelle Mudlock, who comes in and um, she knows our kids better than some yeah. of our pa- some of, of us do know yeah. them. So it's great that they have that. Um, but we do, we have great services here, as I said. Um, it's very frustrating as a parent because you have to fight tooth and nail for everything, speech and language, um, OT, physio, um, that's all things that we provide here in Mahel 21 um, for for all our members. Um, so it's great that they get that opportunity. Um, Absolutely. And one of the, the therapists is here, Susanna Stokes. You're the uh, clinical speech and language therapist for here as well. I know you've been working with Down Syndrome Ireland for almost 20 years now. So for you, you've been in the system a long time. Is it frustrating to you, for you to see the lack of services that's available for parents? Um, actually, interesting you start with that because um, UCC carried out a study during COVID based on 2019 figures, so pre-COVID figures, and children with Down syndrome in Ireland, 56% of them received no services at all from the health board. And the average number of sessions that a child with Down syndrome in Ireland received was five. Wow, that's shameful. Do you know what? The research, the evidence-based research into intervention for our kids shows us that intensity, so how regularly therapy happens, and dosage, so the amount of therapy that happens, is what makes a difference. So services aren't even nearly beginning to meet the evidence-based standards. We're trying our best here to fill the gap. Even we aren't doing and we aren't doing enough to best meet our kids' needs, but we're trying, we're trying our very best to meet those speech and language needs. Another big problem that we have as well in the field is, and we've heard from parents on this show many, many times before, about this seeming drop-off when they turn 18. There's nearly nothing for them. Is, is that still a problem? Um, it, is, it is a problem, yeah. Actually, in that same study, no adults received therapy in that year, um, or very little therapy was received um, and actually I always say my big thing is early intervention so I do early intervention with babies which we can talk about if you like later but actually in terms of adults we even need early intervention with adults amazingly the markers for Alzheimer's are found in the neuropathological changes they call it are found in nearly every adult with Down syndrome by the age of 40 so what we're trying to do here in the clinic is we're trying to start a, um, a base where we get adults with Down syndrome and we assess their language so we can monitor changes in their language yeah. so that we can early identify markers for Down syndrome. So throughout the lifespan, there is no evidence that suggests that speech and language therapy has a plateau. So in other disabilities, you reach a plateau, you provide therapy and your child reaches like their maximum level. Our children, our adults will continue learning for as long as we can provide intervention. That's incredible. As well, I know you were talking about the importance of early intervention and as well the importance of independence and developing that. Yeah, definitely. So I always say for our, our children in primary school, we want their speech and language skills or their communication skills because some children, like Angela's Charlie, aren't understandable to most of the public. But he still has language skills yeah. and he can still communicate. So we want our children to have those communication skills entering 
school, throughout their school years, because if they can't communicate with their peers, they're missing out on so much interaction. So it's not just sitting across the table, saying your words multiple times, building a structured sentence. It's actually building language to build friendships, to build social skills. And the same I was saying about our teenagers, we want them to grow to be independent adults. Yeah. So to live as an independent adult, you need to be able to cook, you need to be able to do your washing, you need to be able to buy a train ticket. All those things require you to be able to sequence. Sequence is a languaging skill that we as speech and language therapists can teach to our children so that as they get older, they're able to use those skills practically in their everyday lives. Yeah. Uh, if I could move on to Paul now, who's another service user here. Paul, um, how long have you been involved here? I suppose uh, Rachel was born in 2008 and <clears throat> the first couple of weeks of Rachel's birth were spent up in Crumlin because mm. many of the kids with Down syndrome also have, many, have other health problems. So it was in Crumlin that we were put in touch with Down Syndrome Ireland and I became a member very shortly afterwards. Uh, I suppose in the early years um, because the centre was not here, we were scattered all over the, the county. I'm from Care myself, um, but mem we have members from Nina and Ross Gray and right down to Clonmel and Carrick and Shure. And so it's a huge county. So we were scattered all over the place and we went to therapies in um, Cashel and wherever, but we didn't get to meet as groups. Yeah. Um, so I suppose since the centre here was built, we've got a, we've got a, a place where we can all meet. Um, and we can, the parents can take an active part as well in the running of the whole place. And I suppose that's when I got, got more involved actively myself in the um, organisation is when uh, Mel here was set up. Yeah, and it's an incredible facility. But unfortunately, as Rachel was telling us, it's purely dependent on, on fundraising by ordinary people. And one of the big fundraisers is on this weekend, and that's Sarah Cycle. And who's here to tell us more is our very own Noel Buckley. Noel, I know you're getting ready to cycle this weekend. Tell us about this weekend's fundraiser. Yeah, this is uh, something. Sarah Cycle uh, started in Clonmel originally, but when uh, this centre was up and running, they decided to have the base here in Turles. And I suppose it, not alone is it a fundraiser for Down Syndrome, but it's also a showcase for people maybe who drive by this place mm. and don't realise what's going on. And I was here last year and people came in the front. It looks like an ordinary house and came into the back and said, wow, I couldn't believe I've been driving past this. So it's, it's raising awareness as well among the public as well as fundraising and what I would say to people as well is maybe you can't cycle this Sunday because you've already got commitments or whatever but you can donate directly here to Mehel 21 in Turles um, if, if, if you'd like to support what's going on. You've heard parents here, the fantastic work that's done. Minister Rabbit was here, Michael Lowry got her down to have a look at it. We're still trying to pursue the idea of regular funding because Ultimately, it's dependent on the Tour de Monster and other fundraising activities like next Sunday to keep this place floating, to keep the language therapists and others that are working here supported to provide the services that parents and their families badly need. Yeah. So if you're a cyclist on Sunday, please come. There's registration from 9 o'clock from... 
on, or it's on Eventbrite as well, Sarah's Cycle, if you look it up, if you want to register beforehand. Um, and if you just want to turn up on the day and register, that's possible as well to be registered. What year is this of Sarah's Cycle? Every year six, I think, on it? it I mean, it's been running for a few years now, hasn't it? We're seven or eight, year yeah. seven or eight, and it's commemor it's commemoration of, of Sarah. Yeah. That's why it's called Sarah's Cycle. So uh, you have a choice of doing 100 kilometres or 50 kilometres. So if you don't feel up to the 100, and the beauty is uh, often a lot of cycling would have challenges built in them, but this is a nice flat cycle in the 100 kilometres is only 600 metres of climb in which... Only, only, he yeah, says. Well, it's over 100 <laughs> kilometres, and the beauty of it is the first, uh, the gentle climbing is done in your first 20, 30 kilometres. After yeah. that, it's flat all the way. The other cycle is practically, the 50 kilometres is practically flat all the way. So the hundred, all of them start from the back here. So there will be plenty of stewards here on Sunday morning um, near the Holy Cross Road roundabout. There's yeah. parking at Jensk and Michael Lowry's place, Dreamline Enterprise. They will guide you around to the back, bring your bike. There'll be a bike doctor there if you need anything oh, checked out as well. And there'll be refreshments starting out. Come in and register at the back. You'll have a chance to see the facilities. Yeah. And uh, the cycle is rolling at 10 o'clock uh, for the 100 kilometres and about 5 or 10 minutes later the 50 kilometre will roll out after yeah. them. So, that, so the 100 kilometres is starting uh, here from the back out by Kalainen, mm -hmm. uh, on then turning for Ballycal, onto Upper Church, the Milestone, Anacart, Hollyford, Anacarty down into Dundrum and there's a break there, fantastic food again for cyclists, both the 50 and, and the 100k will meet in Dundrum, uh, refreshments there, chance to connect, I think a lot of people love connecting with each other yeah. on, on the cycle and then from Dundrum the 100 kilometres will head to um, Nakavella, Golden, Nguyen, Cashel, Horse and Jockey, Two Mile Burris and uh, back into Turles. The 50 kilometre uh, also, the 50 kilometre then will head out the same route out by Kaline and onto Ballycal, but will turn off. Uh, you'll see a signpost for Drumban to yeah. Prairie Town. So it'll turn off there, head to uh, Drumban, Rossmore, uh, onto Dundrum, yeah. and back in uh, around by Nguyen, Cashel, and under the rock, and on by Borland, Holy Cross, and yes. back in here. And when you arrive here then, um, there's refreshments again and food when you arrive back. Yeah. Uh, so, and Andrew Stokes um, will be here for those who often worry about having their bicycle stolen. Um, he's providing a bike t tagging service. So bring your air code and he can put a laser treat it onto the bicycle so that if it is ever stolen yeah. and the guards recover it, it's a very easily identified who is the owner. Yeah. But I suppose the big focus is uh, it's a fun day out. Yeah. You cycle at your own pace. Uh, but the big thing is to donate Absolutely. whatever you can afford. And people yeah. would say, oh, I have a lot calling me. Look, if everybody donates a small amount, this house, Mehel, is an example of people donating their service in terms of time and the transformational effect it has had. And you've heard the accounts of yeah. parents, the difference it has made in their lives. Yeah, it's, it's incredible. Yep. So for anyone who's looking to take part in that, they can do so uh, on Eventbrite, and we'll put up details on Sarasite. Details, and as I said, yeah. if you can take part, you might like to donate. If you, uh, you can donate electronically, you see yeah. it on Eventbrite, or if you want to, if you're passing, drop in money into the centre, yep. it's open here. Absolutely, so that's it from here on the Abbey Road in Thurless, Fran for Mehel, and I know this is an event that has been growing every year so we'd be encouraging as many people to come out as possible.
Well, thanks very much for that, Ali, and my best to everybody there. And it's a project I'm very familiar with indeed, and it really is a credit to everybody uh, involved there for sure. You know, I was very saddened to hear this morning about the death of Mary Teresa Carroll, uh, Mary Teresa uh, from Nina. And every time I broadcast from Nina, uh, Mary Teresa would come in and say hello. And she's been doing that for years and years and years and always extremely supportive and complimentary and always a big smile. And uh, she loved music as well. And we often chatted about that uh, too. So my condolences to Anthony, to her, her husband, Anthony, and I know her dad, uh, Michael and her brothers and sisters as well. So uh, condolences to everybody. But she was a joy to me. She was one of life's angels, I think. And... Uh, yeah, very saddened to hear about that this morning. And thank you to uh, one of our listeners who knew that I was very fond of her and uh, took the time to let me know that uh, this morning. 1800 938 007. The text and WhatsApp is 083 Tip FM's Tip Today with Fran Curry In association with Slattery's of Pecan, Tipperary's main Peugeot dealer. Slattery's Garage Pecan, the name you can trust for over 50 years in the Premier County. Slattery'sGarage.ie